All the games I used to play in my younger wilder days. The game of clubs and tees. I think we're live. Are we live on? Just tell me to quit working on my end. We are live. We're live. Okay. Welcome into the Turn Guy Podcast. I'm Andrew Putters. I got Joe Nicely, Byron, the model maniac, here with me. We're talking farmers insurance at Tory Pines. Um, so, so I got a little comment last time. Byron didn't get the main stage for a few minutes. Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and do that now, Joe. Uh, here's your, I mean, we got. Well, I just want to thank my friends, my family, um, you know, my coach, the whole thing. Um, no, I'm joking. How are you guys doing? It's good to be on the. On the main stage, I appreciate you putting me up, yeah, AP. It's uh, good to be with you boys and seeing my face not alongside either of yours. Oh, I'm just—I was just messing with you, Byron. Um, but but big big news there, not being nominee this week. We would have, yeah, wild stuff, eh? No, was enough. I feel like I'm telling oh, you. good. That's okay. Your face stopped. Okay, we're live. Mouth keeps we're live on Facebook. We're live on Twitch. We're live on LinkedIn. We're live on Twitter. We'll have it up on Rumble and YouTube later on. Like, subscribe, share with friends. Always appreciated. Um, got two very knowledgeable guys with me tonight. Oh, let's break down probably my one of my favorite events of the year, Tory Pines. Got the hat going on right here, as you see. Um. Tory Pines gets a lot of bad love, I feel like, guys. So let's just talk about that first and foremost. What's your thoughts on this tournament, Joe? I'll let you go. Well, let's say Byron. I've heard I've heard some thoughts on yours in the past. So I'm gonna start with Byron. What's your thought on Tory Pines as a golf course first before we uh, before we get into anything this week? I I typically try and keep my comments about like my thoughts of a golf course on reserve because I don't necessarily have the best opinions about them, but just, it's kind of fun to see a golf course. That's like super long like this, that we don't necessarily see that much, which is it's, it's a very obvious and, and square thing to say, but it's, uh, it's interesting. And I think the Marine layer is one of my favorite parts about this course is the fact that we've got all that, all that stuff coming in off the ocean and, um, just the massive cabbage patches that these guys have to hit out of. And it's interesting. I don't, I don't have a good take on a golf course, AP. If you, you're asking the wrong guy. Your numbers guy then, right? Not, not the yeah. golf course. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, I'll, tell, I'll tell you all about it, but. Okay. Uh, Let's rewind. Let's go to Amex. Uh, <laughs> I tweeted there. I retweeted someone's comment this week, probably the worst tournament of the year. Um, it probably didn't let us down. I don't know what it is. John Rahm is a beast. He's actually a pretty likable guy from what I see. Uh, family man, no nonsense. He goes up, to, goes about his business, speaks honestly to the media. Uh, we should love this guy, but he's for some reason hard to like, hard to pull for. Is that right? I mean, am I remiss to say any of this? Any of these words? I love pulling for him. <laughs> Whenever you I'm, got him in your back pocket. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm a John Rom fan. I'm a John Rom truther. Um, I'm gonna just keep riding him, keep riding the wagon. We'll talk about him here in a little bit, but uh, the dude's one of the dudes, uh, the best player in the world right now, and he's playing maybe the best golf of his career. So, uh, when you got a guy this talented, 
um, that can go on these dominant stretches. We saw it from Scotty Scheffler um, open the year last year. I mean, I feel like this is a I feel like this is a way that he can continue to ride this week. We uh, we know how well he played at Tory and kind of his history here, which we'll talk about here in just a second. But uh, um, I really liked how he closed out 2022. We talked about that um, on this show back at the Century. And, and I think he can keep carrying this momentum, man. Um, he, he's a guy that's just talented enough. One of the few players that's talented enough to dominate kind of the modern game. And, and I think we're going to continue to see it, at least for the foreseeable future. So I'm uh, I'm in on Ron, man. Uh, I actually really liked John Ron when he first came on tour. We talked about this AP. Uh, uh was one of the first guys to kind of hop on and played him a ton. And then just for whatever reason, you know, New players pop on the tour, you know, of uh, uh, Victor Hovland, a uh, Colin Morcow, these guys that's, that you kind of fall in love with a little bit and uh, kind of got away from John Rahm. But uh, I'm back in this year. And it's, uh, business is booming. Okay, so Byron, how was your week last weekend? Amex, uh, John Rahm goes away winning. We did chat on the pod that there was going to be uh, this, this, this last week was guaranteed. Uh, two-time winner is either going to be Siwoo or John Rahm's going to hoist the trophy, and Joe was right on that end. So uh, uh, what was your thoughts on last weekend? Well, I faded John Rahm again in the same the same now expert roundtable. I faded him because I figured he, his wedges just weren't going to be up to up to scratch. And it landed up never costing me that bad. I had a whole bunch of other guys that came to the party, but he's looking good, man. He's looking <laughs> I can't take my whole face on the screen too seriously either. It's just too funny. But um, he's he's looking so good. He's he's playing the best golf of his life probably right now, and he's going to a course that he is allowed to play the best golf of his life on, which is it's a scary week. I, I'm not entirely sure why I even placed bets not on him this week, but I did. And we'll hopefully we're going to need some bad luck on his part because he's just playing far too good at golf. But I had a really good weekend. Lots of fun stuff going on. Yeah, he's a he's a beast here, right? So, uh, what you won the U.S. Open here? Uh, what else? Did he, he has he hasn't won the regular event though, has he? No, I he hasn't. So. But I just think so. off um, T10s and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and this course sets up perfect for him, right? Um, so you know, I, this course, like I said, gets a lot of heat. I think from I, I, I played there. Uh, back in 19, I think. I think it was 19, May of 19, I played there. And and it, it's awesome being there. I know Nagels has talked about being there is great, and other people uh, that have been there said it's great. Um, but they still gets a lot of backlash. from, And it, it, it isn't very appealing from TV, I think. There's not a thrilling, really, a thrilling hole to see. Uh, it's just a lot of golf course. And... Uh, um, unfortunately, probably those thrilling holes are probably more so on the front nine than they are on the back nine, other than maybe 18, because uh, like eight's like a little par three up the hill, nine's a pretty straightaway par five, uh, and then of course the signature hole's number four, but the hole right before that goes straight down off a cliff into the ocean, so uh, it's just the most of the pretty, or I would say the the, the holes that people want to see on TV are going to be on the front nine. That's probably the main reason it doesn't get all the love from, from everybody else. So um, in saying that, uh, um, let's talk about the stats on, on Tory 70, 
70 million yards long. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like 7,600, I think. Yeah. It's pushing it 77. Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. close. Yeah, 70, 70 million sounds accurate. Yeah. 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 Trying to pull up my stat sheet I had. I know it's – there it is. Okay, there we go. Torrey Pines, uh, of course, we're talking about the south course. The north course is quite a bit different. Uh, this golf course uh, built in 1957. It is owned by the by San Diego County. Uh, it's in La Jolla, California, beautiful place. Everything but going on vacation, you don't go there, trust me. Um, north course as well, designed by the same Um if you look at the grass, though, we're going to have differences in the grass, which is pretty unusual, I would say, to have two golf courses. We got Poana, basically, Poana and ryegrass with a little bit of bent throughout the south course. The north course has got uh, bent greens, which is completely different than Poana greens. And um, I feel like, guys, that this tournament – if we can get past the first two days, depending on what's there on the weekend, similar people are there. It seems like you're in, you're out this tournament. Um, Joe, I'll start with you. Does that stick out at all for you? Say it again, buddy. I didn't hear you real clear. Oh, I was going to say, like, um, it seems like this course, when we get through Friday and, or Thursday and Friday, when we get to Saturday and Sunday, seems like you're in, you're out. We see a lot of the same names at this tournament every year. And guess what? It's big names. It's big ball hitters. It's big names. It's ball strikers. We're going to see uh, – seems like there's a collective group of guys uh, that are, are competing at this every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would definitely agree with that. We're going to see uh, – we see a lot of the same faces year in, year out, as you mentioned. Uh, Tori, this is a – it's a big boy ballpark. Um, you know, we got one round on the north and one on the south before the cut. Um, but but we see these uh, – there's really two kind of categories, I feel like, um, that you see play really well in this event. That's uh, – talk about the guy that won it last year, man, just, just the playoff that we saw last year, Luke List versus Will Zalatoris. Um, I mean, these are – notoriously bad putters um let's just say it like it is willie's he's improving but uh list has been a horrible putter throughout his career but a tremendous ball striker um excellent from t to green you can say the same thing about wills alatoris um so we've seen that type of player uh excel at tory pines and we've also seen uh players with excellent short games play well here guys that can scramble save par when things are tough um, you know, a Jason Day, a Justin Rose, Mark Leishman, uh, Brant Snedeker years ago. So, um, yeah, man, I think we routinely see kind of the same cast of characters um, that mainly fall into one of those two categories uh, year in, year out. I look for more of the same this year. Um, these guys are going to try to kind of survive the South uh, in their first round, and they'll need to take advantage of their round on the North course to kind of position themselves for the weekend. But um, totally agree, man. Course history – uh, plays a factor here, um, and I look for that to again be the case this week. Yeah, I second everything Joe just said. I think horse for the course article is there's there's weeks where it's a it's a concept that I try and stay away from. Like last week was a weird week for me with 
with course history and stuff. But this week in particular, it's, oh man, it's, I'm, I'm all about it. And I think Joe's put those two buckets out there perfectly. It's just the ball strikers or the short game specialists. And if you can do either one of those, or if, in John Rahm's case, all of that, uh, you're in good shape. Okay, then let's uh, talk about the slate, then right into it. More cat, 10K and above, more cowards, Xander, Tony, Rom. Um, big boy ballpark. Um, John Rom, Tony Finau. I mean, I don't even know where. Rom is $1,100 more than the next guy. So uh, I don't really know what to say about that. Um, that's a lot. So I guess I mean if you're going to spend eleven six on a guy that you're you're pretty much all in on John Rom. He's got to win. Of course, you know to win it take down a DFS term, you got to have the winner anyway. But uh, we're all in on him if we're taking him. So um, I don't even know if I want to say ten k and above. If I just want to say are we in on John Rom or not. Uh, so we either playing him or fading him. And um, I don't know if we'll give much away from premium stuff that we got on Rollbar.com by talking about this subject, but. Where are we at, Joe? Where are we at, Byron? Byron, you go first. I know you already said found yourself maybe not dipping into the bucket again. So where are you at on this week's DFS? No, I, I'm going to be that guy that goes back to – I'm going to not go back. I'm going to go to John Rahm this week, and then it's going to bite me. So I don't want to be that guy, Joe, but you've been riding the train for long enough. I think you can handle a bad week if I jump on with you. But if there's space, will you please have me? Because I, I need – I need John Rahm on my my player pool, and I need him badly because he's he's been too good the last two times he's played, and he's cost me too much money just not having him anywhere near my roster. Um, another guy I'm going to play is Tony Finau, though. I think I'm definitely going to play some Tony. I've got technically I've got very he's like a bit better than John Rahm in my model, but if you take a look at it, in all reality, we know that that's not right. So. Um, Definitely going to be playing John Rahm. I think you can't get away from a guy like that. He's going to be so so safe this week, but he's going to be very expensive. So it's going to change some things downstairs for us, but we'll get there. Joe, what about you, buddy, on the Rahm train? You're still riding it strong? Yeah, still. Uh, I'm still driving the train, man. I'm, we got room for you, Byron, um, and you. anybody else that wants to hop on. I, th I think the problem is a lot of people um, – this, this price tag is pretty restrictive. Um, and, and this is probably the first time this, this year that we, we've seen Rom accurately priced. Um, you start talking about 11, six, man, it, it really kind of restricts what you can do, uh, filling out the rest of your roster. So I, th I think that'll, that'll kind of make some folks pump the brakes. Um, but I'll figure it out. Uh, I'm, I'm getting him in. I think he'll play terrific. He's played terrific here throughout his career. Won a U.S. open here. Uh, won this event back in his in his rookie year, first full season on tour. Um, has played tremendous. Um, I'm with Byron. I, I like Tony Fino a lot. Um, really like how he, he sort of learned how to close uh, down the stretch last year. We saw him win three golf tournaments over the last six months of 2022. Um, and he's played tremendous in this event. Um, so you so you really have to like Tony. Um, you know, he, he probably comes in as my favorite after Rom. Um, and then Xander Moore, Xander Shoffley, um, from this area, a local kid hasn't really translated to a ton of success for him in this event. He did have a, a T2 here a couple of years ago. Um, it was his best career outing at Torrey. 
Um, so, so it's kind of a little bit odd. It, it's just not click for Xander yet, but he really made a nice weekend charge um, at the Amex this past weekend. So uh, you got to kind of tip your hat to, to Xander and, and respect his ability as well here. So uh, really nice group at the top of the board. I think you're probably restricted to one um, with the way the salary scale shakes out this week. But uh, I just can't go against John Ron, man. All right, guys. So uh, I know you said y'all both on John Rom. So I guess we're going to go the rest of the podcast and pretend like we're not playing so we can actually talk about the rest of the guys. Um, so my favorite here is, is Finau. Um, to, to me, this golf course just fits in perfectly. Big greens uh, and crushes the ball up. If it gets a little bit windy, I mean, because it can here, that, that, that plays out of Morikawa's uh, strengths. And we need to see Morikawa put one away, I think, guys. So um, I'm, a, I'm a Tony here if I'm not if I'm not on ROM, which uh, I'll be watching a lot of this golf course on the weekend because I love this golf course. So um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet, but if, if I'm if if I'm picking anybody else other than ROM, it's going to be Tony here. Byron? Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I, like I said, the model has Tony over Rama. Even you know, if you look at the last year's worth of stats, um, but barely. And I think Tony is a great course fit. You know, if you talk about a thoroughbred for course history as well, Joe, um, Tony's been inside the top ten yeah more more often than he's not. So, and he's played you yeah, many many times, which is amazing. And I think he had a bad going uh, outing here last year. And I think he'll bounce back. I mean, the guys, he just, just a few weeks ago, he was doing similar stuff to what, like, not like exactly what John Rahm's doing, but he rattled off back-to-back wins and then won the, the Houston Open in just epic fashion. You know, like that's, unfortunately, that's like two two months ago or so, or like six weeks ago, but he's playing really good golf and he hit it in the water a few times on Sunday and still managed to get inside the top 20, which is, it's more than enough for me to see going into, I mean, he missed the Mayakoba cut and then, and then won the next weekend. So I'm, um, I'm ready for him to bounce back this week and this golf course suits his game so well. He's playing really good golf. So moving on the nine K range, uh, not a ton of success here year in year out, but there has been um, times where uh, these guys here in the nine K range have popped off and, and nearly won this event. Willie Z, JT, Sanjay, Taylor Montgomery, Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, with the most recent, Joe already mentioned, Willie Z last year. Um, Byron, I'll let you go first. Anybody you like here? Yeah. I mean, Taylor Montgomery is one of these guys that's kind of just – he's like a, a mini John Rahm. The guy's just not going away. I keep comparing people to John Rahm. That's a, I think Joe's just like <laughs> giving me daggers from – behind the camera there but he's just so consistent i think he's not finished inside the top 20 once in like the last 13 or 14 goes what like this guy's just constantly just making putts one of the best putters on tour and he's got he's exactly what joe's mentioned he's got that short game he's got like a patrick reed type short game Mm -hmm. let's go with that and hits it further than fatty patty you know so we we've got a lot to like about this guy and he's shown us he can 
get himself inside the top 20 on the PGA Tour. But once he gets to the top of the leaderboard, it gets a little gets a little shaky, especially if there's an island green and a, and a little 9-9 in your hand. Um, but I love Taylor Montgomery this week. Joe, what are you thinking about this 9K range? I mean, you're probably not looking much in here because you're you're all over John Rahm, but what, what if you had to peg a few in here? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to get Rahm in. Um, lineups that I don't play Rahm, I'm circling Willie Z, man. I absolutely love Will Zalatoris. Um, feels like the – didn't play a lot of golf in the fall. I had the back injury, but he's come, come back from that. Uh, looked sharp over the weekend at Century. Looked look pretty good in a, in a tournament that really doesn't suit his skill set at Amex last week. Um, so I'm circling Will Zalatoris here. I absolutely love him. Lost in the playoff in this event last year. Love the ball striking. All right, moving on to the 8K range. Um, from bottom up here, Luke List, Justin Rose, Hadwin, uh, Keegan Bradley, Cam Davis, J.J. Spawn, Maverick McNeely, Thigala, Jason Day, Siwoo Kim. Now, if we want to talk tournament history, guys, uh, I believe Jason Day might be second best overall tournament history. No, about he's fifth best overall. Jason Day, uh, winner here in the past, several top tens. Uh, golf course fits him perfectly, so that bombs the driver and uh, and puts it well. So he will obviously be heavy owned. I mean, can we see a lot of people going uh, John Rom, Jason Day, one two, and be done? Uh, go ahead, Joe, on the on the, on the eight K range. Yeah, man, really like Jason Day. Um, shout out Spencer. Um, this this might be your week, buddy. I'm. Uh, I'm a little surprised by the price tag, but I guess with the course history and he and he has flashed a little bit of recent form. He's up here all the way at 8,800, but um, you know, a, a former winner here um, had a T3 here recently. So I mean, he's he's played really well at this golf course, um, and, and he's looked good uh, down the swing season last year. Played well at Amex last week, had a solid finish, top 20 there. Um, so there's a lot to lock with Jason Day. I'm going to keep an eye on that ownership. If it gets out of hand, I, I won't be scared to pivot. A um, couple guys I like in this range. Um, if you want to look at another veteran, I think Justin Rose is interesting. Um, he's tough to depend on. He's more of a GPP play for me, uh, but also a former winner here. And he kind of echoes um, you know, a, a trend that we can see as we go through the top of this scale, guys, kind of a, a lot of the guys that we've hit on um, have good major championship pedigrees. They play really well in major championships. Byron mentioned Patrick Reed uh, a minute ago, won here a couple years ago. He's a major champion. Um, Justin Rose, major champion. Jason Day, major champion. John Rahm, major champion. Mark Leishman, uh, winner here in 2020, has played really well in majors. Uh, Will Zalatoris, Tony Finau, both guys that have played really well in majors. So um, th this golf course kind of brings the cream to the top. Um, so, you know, a, a veteran like a Justin Rose can handle that. Um, a really good tee to green player like a Keegan Bradley um, is the type of guy that we could see playing well here. It sort of fits in that Luke List mold. So, you know, I, I don't know that the way lineup construction is probably going to shake out for me that I'm going to be spending a ton of – uh, time in the eights and nines this week. Um, but I th certainly think there are some guys in there that we can look at. 
Byron, where are you at I'll, in this range? Yeah, no, I'm going to second Joe's sentiment there with um, <clears throat> Jason Day, Justin Rose, you know, all these all these guys that have played well yeah before. And then Joe said Keegan Bradley, who I think we saw that the Sony caused a whole bunch of issues for a whole bunch of guys that made people think that they were worse golfers than they were. Tom Kim, um, Christian Bezade note, two guys that played really badly at the Sony and, and landed up missing the cut, I believe, and um, played really good golf last week. So Keegan's one of those guys that played really badly at the Sony and has great course history here and is a really good ball striker and can do that stuff. Another guy I want to mention, though, is also Maverick McNeely. He's one of those short game specialists. We can really light it up with the putter. And now he goes to the West Coast where he was born, lived, raised, thoroughbred, all that jazz. I think he's going to be he's going to be a fun a fun guy to to watch play golf because he can putt lights out and hits it a good good way. So definitely going to play some Mav McNeely this week. And then I forgot to mention Max Homer in the nine K range. I have to say Max Homer's name on this podcast because I think he's he's also going to play good golf this week. Mav McNeely, I'm pegging him as getting ready to take off. I feel like uh, do some great things. And the uh, West Coast swing, like you said, is uh, he he does he had success in, in the past. Speaking of next four weeks, it's time to get golf season going, baby. Uh, Tory, Pebble, Phoenix, Riviera. I mean, you kidding me? Let's go. Um, so um, I think here, eight K. I just don't know how you. If, if Jason Day can fight off the inner ear this week, Joe, uh, I mean, I just don't see how you you, uh, you can't you, – and if he's actually on the hitting balls, I, if he's in any kind of state of mind on this golf course, he performs well. So, pro Jason Day on, on this week. Uh, what is an inner ear? Inner ear infection? I was just making light of his numerous amounts of injuries he's had. Don't you okay. remember? <laughs> like, striped uh, and – Vertigo. Dropped on that par five to like eight feet yeah. in the forearm from like 280, then went down with vertigo like eight seconds. Vertigo, <laughs> pick, picking his kid up on the practice green, sleeping on their own mattress. Well, we got all kinds of things we got to dodge this week. Disney, Disney World. How close is uh, the California Disney World? It's about an hour Tori 15 AD. minutes with no traffic. If he's in the car, we've got, lane, we got a proximity, proximity on Disney World. I'm telling you, boys, Spencer's Spencer's walking on air this week. Um, he's feeling great. I talked to him earlier today. He's ready, locked and loaded. I mean, it's it's go time. This is what Spencer has been waiting for. Day's got the green light this week. So the only thing we're worried about, like AP mentioned, is the outside factors. I mean, I don't know what kind of strep throat's going out there. Um flu we'll keep an eye on those things we'll try to keep you posted uh keep an eye on roto baller player news throughout the week hey uh, for j-day any outside factors that may contribute to issues with him surprisingly enough um, on, our trip, on our trip to la jolla we did do the uh, minivan in the carpool lane to disneyland uh it's about an hour and 15 minutes so there you go let's hope let's hope she don't let's hope the wife don't pull up with the emergency season pass mode right here. <laughs> um, 7K range, lots of love. I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the way. 
Uh, Byron's favorite golfer of all time, Emilio's in the seven K range. Um, my I want, <laughs> one of my old vets, Ryan Palmer, who has he's the number for some reason we can't figure out. Scotty Stallings, a winner and then a loser to Jason Day in a playoff the next year. Where we have the seven K K range, what we like to call the value range, Joe. We pick pluck out of out here. Talk about it real quick. Yeah, man, a couple guys you mentioned, Ryan Palmer, he he made a horse for the course article this week, um, and he's really good on this golf course because he's still really good off the tee. Um, 45 or 46 years old, but, man, he, he still gets it out there. He averaged over 305 yards off the tee last year. Um, so still, you know, kind of in the top 50 on, on the PGA Tour in driving distance, um, and that length helps him here. Uh, some really strong finishes at Torrey. He locks this golf course. Pretty solid little T32 at Sony a couple weeks ago. Um, so Ryan Palmer's a veteran guy that we can look at. Our boy Scott Stallings, you mentioned, former winner here. Um, can be inconsistent, but as 2022 is his best season as a pro. I know he didn't get in the winner's circle, um, but it was his most complete season as a pro. Um, so I, I look for him to play well here. Davis Thompson's really interesting. Uh, we saw him at uh, 6,900, I believe, last week, sub-7K price tag. Um, obviously made a made a very deep run, almost won that tournament last week. Now he's at 7,800 um, in a tougher field on a tougher golf course. Um, we've, seen, we've seen it kind of go both ways for these young guys when they when they get really close to wins. Um, you know, it can either kind of kind of buoy them uh, and spur them on to uh, do big things, or we've seen them kind of fade away. Um, so it'll be really interesting to, just to see what Davis Thompson can do uh, this week following that outing up. Harris English is playing better golf. Always like Alex Smalley, so I think you can look at those guys. Uh, Will Gordon, I'm not speaking to right now. We kind of broke up a little <laughs> bit uh, last Saturday when he missed the cut. Um, but, but I do think he's an explosive player. I think you can also look at Ben Griffin down here. Um, he's a guy that's been going along really well, uh, an interesting way to save money. Yeah, I am going to go with the same narrative as you, Joe, with the guy that's coming off a near win and that's Hayden Buckley. And he's also a really good driver right. of the golf ball. And I think he's going to go a little underlooked because he's sitting right between Luke List and another guy that's a little more important. It's uh, Justin Rose, who I think are going to be quite popular this week. So I really like Hayden Buckley. I know he's in the, just he's eight thousand dollars flat, but I had to mention him. Kurt Kitayama is another guy that's going to be really interesting. He's he's got that length off the tee and got a tidy short game when he's playing good golf. Can't go without talking about Emiliano Grillo, and. He's just got really good ball striking, and I think he's he's missed the freaking cut two times in a row now. It's burnt me. So, but I've got like third degree Emiliano Grillo burns anyway, so I can just handle that for this week. Um, and then go to Nick Hardy, who is one of my favorite golfers nowadays. With his irons, he's one of the best iron players in this field. And we're talking about people with Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, Tony Finau, and Nick Hardy's right up there with him with, with those boys when he when he hits his irons. And um, if he can just get the rest of his game to kind of fall in line. Um, he's got the opportunity to just go crazy. And on a golf course like this, that you need a good ball striker. I think he definitely fits that mold. Maybe not so much off the tee, but definitely with the iron. So that's someone there. And then Cameron Champ, $7,100. Uh, just He's going to tear this golf course apart. He's not very good on the shorter golf courses when you throw a wedge in his hand. But 
I think on these longer courses, Cam Champ's definitely a go-to. I think he's going to be quite um, quite under-earned. Yeah, maybe a little Garrick Higo. Throw a little Garrick Higo action in there. I think he's playing some good golf if you look at last week. So I don't know. There's lots of interesting characters. Yeah, Patton Gazaya. He's also another guy that's kind of looking looking fancy, making a making a turnaround since Mayakoba. So yeah, lots of fun stuff going on in the seven K range. I keep seeing my face. So I'll just keep speaking until uh until I get told to stop. Can anyone else hear me? We just uh we just lock lock having you up there, big guy. Oh, okay, cool. I, I don't know. I don't know if AP's falling asleep behind the wheel or, or what's cooking, but um AP's probably Tucking two kids in bed, <laughs> um, stepped on a Lego. We don't know what's going on over there. Anything okay. is possible. You, uh, I can can't you see him six, either. Can you, yeah, uh, can you go on the six Ks this week, Byron? All right, let's talk about some six take six K guys. MJ Duffy, Joe, is a South African boy. Hits it a long ways, and I think he's. He's built for this kind of golf course. I think he's going to be interesting. Austin Smotherman's a guy down here in the $6,700 range. It doesn't make too much sense to see his name down here. We've seen Michael Thompson play some good golf at this course. Um, he's he's an interesting character. I think he had a breakout here last year. I think he took took down that north course quite nicely. Um, and then, like, Justin Lower is a guy that I'm I'm kind of big on right now. And he kind of... Had it going, man. He was right in that top 20 last week. And then um, one of the guys in our Discord on, on Rotoballer's Discord said, man, Justin Lowe was a great call, Byron. And then he went and double bogeyed the next hole, which was brutal. So um, we'll go back to him, though. We'll go back to him and have a have a Justin Lowe in the player pool. So what do you think on there, Joe? Yeah, man, the six six K range is pretty spotty. Um Especially on a on a tough golf course like this, man, it's just really tough to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, you know, last week was a little bit a horse of a different color. Um, where these guys were making so many birdies. Um I don't know that you can dip down this much. I I did notice Michael Thompson. I agree with you on him. I noticed a couple top fifteen finishes from him. Um, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. <clears throat> I like that a lot. Um, you know, he's a guy that I'll be looking at down here. I think you can look at uh, Austin Smotherman um, is a player that popped for me a little bit there at 6,700. Um, so there's not a lot to get excited about down here. Um, I do I do like Smotherman. Um, Thompson has a course history play, um, you know, and, and outside of that, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's pretty spotty. You can look at a, a veteran, maybe like a Kevin Streelman, a guy that's made four out of his last five cuts here. Um, it's got a lot of Tory experience. Look at maybe somebody like that, but not a lot to love down here for me this week, Myron. Um, it, it feels like a kind of hang out in the seven K range. Um, you know, maybe dip down for a couple guys, a couple dart throws, uh, and GPPs. Um, yeah. Harry Higgs is a guy that <clears throat> had a really nice round last week. You, you kind of think that maybe at some point he's going to get it going. He's got a nice Tory result on his resume. Um, that, that short game is pretty short magical game. when things yeah. are clicking. Um, so I think maybe you can give Harry Higgs a look down there. But um, outside of that, not a lot that I'm going to be interested in down there. Um, I think we have lost AP Byron. I think he's having computer issues. I'm okay. not sure what's going on. Um, so maybe uh, we should just jump into our hearts and darts this week, man. Uh, 
you're, you're the yeah. guest. So uh, give me your favorite dart throw. Here's your kind of deep dive dark horse that you're looking at this week, brother. Um, my deep dive, oh, deep dive dark horse. It's an abs. It's a very sharp and and not very accurate dart. But I'm going to go with Cam Champ. I don't know. He's doesn't doesn't give us much to go off of with coming into this event. But I think this golf course suits his game really nicely. I've had some time off. You never know what he gets up to on his game. Um. I like Cam Champion. It's a, okay. it's an absolute dart though. It's very risky play. I would say that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's risky, but I think there's pretty sound reasoning behind it. I mean, we've seen, uh, you know, we we've seen him pop up and win golf tournaments when he plays well. Um, obviously, he he doesn't play well a lot, but when he does play well, um, he has the type of game we talked about. Major championship pedigree. We've seen him mm-hmm. pop up at Augusta. Um, you know, a lot for some of these longer golf courses so yeah um i can i can understand the call not bad thinking there um man it's so tough down here i kind of want to go back to the well from from a player that i was on last week um i'm always interested in will gordon he's had a little bit of success here um Mm -hmm. i like the upside i like where he's headed he was actually going along pretty well last week had a really rough stretch um down the stretch i think friday afternoon so i'm i'm gonna kind of circle will gordon here i also circle ben griffin i'm yeah. um, another player that's been playing well that had a really nice weekend last weekend um so i'm gonna go with those two as my darts um what about up top man or it doesn't have to be up top byron what's your heart telling you this week who you, who you think is going to win this golf tournament is it a is it going to be a coming out party for max homo joe I don't know. I'm, I'm Cali boy. He's a Cali boy. boy with a, a Cali boy with a lot of game. Yeah. And, you know, if you take a look at course history and stuff, he's not going to necessarily blow you away because he has, hasn't been playing the golf he's playing now. You know, like I think we can have that discussion about him a lot this year because, yes, he's won a few times in the last year or two, but it's been very spotty wins out of nowhere, kind of just showing up randomly and winning an event. But, man. Joe, he's been showing up on that, like he showed up on that President's Cup stage. And I, mm-hmm. to make those putts, I think, you know, that was kind of a major type vibe. And I think he's going to have a massive year this year. Um, everything about his game is just moving in the right direction very gradually and and beautifully. So his golf golf game suits his course very nicely. Love his price as well, 9100 bucks. Yeah, man. Um, love Max. Always interested in him on tougher golf courses. Um, yeah. Seems like he's kind of thrived. Uh, we've seen him win at Wh- Riviera. We've seen him win at Quail Hollow. We've seen right. him win in, in tough conditions. Yeah. Um, and, and he's a California guy. I got a, got a top 10 on his resume here a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, man, I think, I think Max's game, as you mentioned, is headed in the right direction. Um, played well in Hawaii to open the year at the century. I think had a top five out there. So a lot to like about Max. Um, this 9K range is just tough, man, when we start talking about do we want to try to get a John Rahm in. Um, I, I really like Will Zalatoris. Um, but my heart's with John Rahm. I, I think the streak just kind of continues. I've been on him. I'm not hopping off now. No. Um, not a not a golf course where he's been so, so good uh, throughout his career. Won the U.S. Open here. Has a farmer's victory. Um, I mean, he's just, you know, he's the best golfer in the world right now playing – maybe the best golf that we've seen from him 
uh, in his career to this point. So um, I like him to keep dominating. Um, I will throw out a name, man. This kid, I just feel like you talked about him a little bit, Byron, but uh, Taylor Montgomery's really good at golf. Wow. Um, yeah. the, the guy's just getting it done. Um, I don't know that he's kind of kind of getting his due yet. Um, obviously, you got you know a pretty strong price tag. Um, so DraftKings is respecting him. Um, but, but when you start diving into this kid's recent results, um, very, very impressive, man. So, uh, just, just a shout out to Taylor Montgomery, but I am going John Rom as my heart play of the week. Um, want to thank you for hopping on with us, Byron. It's been a, it's been an awesome weekend for you, man. Uh, FSWA golf rider of the year nominee. Um, so congratulations on that, man. So, so very happy for you and so proud of you um we're we're very lucky to have you on the on the staff over at rotoballer.com uh really appreciate everything you're doing everything you're bringing to the table over there um and we do want to encourage you guys to go to rotoballer and check out our premium content lots of free stuff definitely take all that in but uh if you really want to get the uh the full experience with byron myself and spencer aguiar josh bennett um sign up now use promo code maniac um, and save a little bit of money over there and we appreciate you visiting uh, thanks for joining us here on the turn we'll get ap back as soon as we can um, we're still kind of figuring out this uh restream format so uh bear with us while we do but you can you can check out the pod on youtube every week uh, we repost it up over there you can always get us on spotify apple podcast uh pretty much everywhere andrew is all over it so uh thanks ap and thanks everyone for checking in and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Byron. Cheers, boys. Already hit three in the lake. It's gonna drive me. It's gonna drive me. It's gonna